Previously on We Are Doomed, a Sakura Rangers podcast, the Rangers concluded Season 3, and somebody sat on the self-destruct button. Everything was destroyed in the void, and it's taken them three weeks to go and put everything back together, bigger and better than ever. Now we go and join our team as they begin a new chapter in their days. Sakura Rangers, Zio, starts now. Christian gonna do? I don't know. What are you and the waifu gonna do? I have no idea, actually. Uh, I don't even want to think will. about it. I, no, 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 we're, we're, we're not continuing this conversation here. Speaking of Christy, I am not. I'm gonna branch it off into a different direction. Nope, nope, nope. Um, I, I am going to divert this into something more constructive, <laughs> something more efficient, and something much better to talk about. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Soccer Rangers Zio, our new podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind the show. Hey, <laughs> Zio. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yes, okay. do it. Take it. Okay. I don't even have a Zeo helmet. It's a Zeo helmet. Don't worry about it. I, I don't have a Ranger's costume at all, so I'm naked. Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm and drunk. <laughs> yeah. My God. That's my intro today. Hello, everyone. I'm the White Ranger. I'm naked and out of line. Hello. And I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. <laughs> and I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. And I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger and the one that has to go and lead this three-ring circus. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, for uh, season four, uh, which I'm hoping will uh, go and be a year-long stint this time around. I feel like we've had three goes around, and uh, we kind of know what we're doing now. And, yeah, we're uh, a year and a half in. Yeah, season exactly. Four? When was season three? We just we wrapped just season three. You're drunk. Yes, but when did it start? Um, uh, halfway through last year. Did it? Did we pause? Ah, fuck, I, don't I don't remember. We paused, we paused right after SoccerCon the first it. time. Yes, but that was into season, season two. two. Yeah. Yes, and then we stopped in like June or July. God no. help us. God help us all. But that was a that that doesn't count as a season. That's too short. Well, you can blame Robert for that because he decided that it was a that it was. Okay. Could have been everyone like a ba- mid-season break. Everyone blame Rob. Yep. Everybody can go and just blame me because now. you know what? I wanted to get us here. I wanted to get us to fucking Zio. Okay. We had three seasons. Of Soccer Rangers. Now we are Soccer Rangers Zio. You just wanted to call it Zio. Okay. I, re- I really did. I, I Honestly, I've been thinking about that since season one ended. It's just like, okay, now we just got to get to season four and then we can be Soccer Rangers Zio and that's going to be awesome. And then next year, we're going to be Soccer Rangers Turbo. Yeah. And after that, we're going to be Soccer Rangers in space. We're never going to be Go Kiger, are we? No, no. Eventually, Maybe. we're going to go and yes. run out of regular Power Ranger series, and we're going to have to go and switch over to going and doing all the Super Sentai stuff. We'll go oh, start so with Go, doing... and we'll get our way Oh, out. so yeah. we're doing this for the next 25 years? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, at this rate, it's two two seasons a year. We're going to be so 50 by, five by that point. Uh-huh. Yep, so that's right. So we why do we why why do we have to have two seasons a year? Why don't we just have a, a season like an episode? We could be there like <laughs> we could be split. Let's not. Yeah. 
These are not the logistics to be working out while recording. <laughs> Why does the man have to tell us how long a season is supposed to be? Because somebody has so to go bossy. and lead this group so of bastards. Uh, That's White Ranger's job, right? No, uh, the the White we're Ranger. Technic- we're technically two parts of the same coin, so shush. No, I'm White Ranger from Wild Force. Sit your ass down. <laughs> then you shouldn't be here. We're not at that season yet. <laughs> Yes, we'll be back in six seasons. Go away. <laughs> okay, fine. Lay down and sober up. Oh, she's gone. Okay, awesome. Uh, let's see. Wow, I did not expect that to ever happen. I know, right? So, uh, question. Is, is it that easy to get rid of you guys? No. Damn it. So, a lot of stuff has happened in the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah. That's an understatement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look, she's awake again. No. So, I'm not awake. So, are you so, are you sober? No. Let's get on topic. Let's yes. On topic. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Is so everybody calm down? So let's let's okay. Let's hold on. Let's take a look around the room. No guests. Yeah. No. No. Guests. no. We, we wanted to have a serious discussion this week. I'm assuming you guys went and heard about what happened a couple of weeks ago at uh, the Phoenix. It was Comic a week Con. ago. Yes. It wasn't a couple of weeks ago. It was a week. Yeah. Ago. It was a couple of weeks. Yes, ago. but by yeah. the time this podcast goes up, it'll be a couple of weeks. So. Oh yeah, good point. Oh yeah, I'm it was, sorry. It yeah. was a couple of weeks though. It wasn't like this last weekend. It was like the week before that, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I guess. I'm it's right. enough that court dates have happened. Yes. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Despite uh, our speedy court system. Well, can we can we just real quick? Because uh, we, I feel like we don't want to talk about what happened. We want to talk about other ideas well, about it. Well, we I, might I, as well I go. Think, well, I think we, we have to, to recap what happened, what happened because it does tie into the Power Rangers theme. Yes. Yeah. Why we were bother mentioning this in the first place? Yeah. Well, beyond our 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 mission in life, anyways. But yes. Yeah. No. That that's that's just it. So. Uh, for anybody that's not aware, there was actually not even really an incident, but there were... Well, um, there a potential... No, it was an incident. I'd call it an incident. At I, I can't Comic-Con. call it an incident because it was avoided. No, he made it mm. into convention grounds. I would yes, call that an incident. The, uh, yes, but it was about the intent of what he was planning to go and do that he's been charged yeah. with. Anyway, the, go, let's just tell it was everybody a minor what incident, happened. But it okay, everybody, it. shush. Yes. Quiet. Yes. I'm going to talk about it. Okay, Gold, please. You have the Okay, all righty. So if we're looking back, this was back on, I believe it was May... 25th. Yeah, May 25th, which is the last Thursday. It was at uh, the 25th of May. And a gentleman by the name of Matthew Sterling, who's 29, uh, was able to sneak onto... Um, Comic Con, uh, Comic Con grounds Phoenix, in Phoenix. Yes, I'm in Phoenix, in Phoenix, Arizona, which is of course being Phoenix Comic Con, wearing full body armor, carrying ninja stars. Uh, what's the? I'm trying to get three loaded pistols. Hold on, yeah, three. Hold on, three loaded pistols. Here we are. Three handguns, some pepper spray, throwing stars, a combat knife, and a, and a shotgun. Um, he was able to sneak into the building through an unlocked door and was planning on assassinating yeah. Jason David Frank. It was later discovered after he was yes. stopped and removed from the... Well, he was doing that anyway. It wasn't. It doesn't matter what he was later discovered. That was his intention anyway. Yes. Um, but, but yes, he was also planning... before he was able to do anything. Uh, yes, yes. I didn't hear that all... part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me finish, and I'll and I'll get through. I have. I did a bunch of research on this. Ooh, um, he was also planning on killing any police officers that he considered to be dirty cops on the way through. As well, he also had. And the reason they found out about this was because they had a he had a calendar reminder on his phone set for May twenty fifth. 
that was stated that said simply kill JDF. For anybody who obviously who might not know, Jason David Frank is a mixed commercial artist who is fam- formerly kn- formerly known as the Green Power Ranger, and Tommy Oliver also till still technically is uh, the gentleman Sterling. Uh, is what has been charged with a count of attempted murder, three accounts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, wearing body armor during a, during the commission of a felony, resisting arrest, and carrying a weapon in a prohibited space. Mm-hmm. Um, along with this, um, the main reason this was happened that this was discovered was a, f- a former friend of Sterling found him talking about it on his Facebook and his social media, <laughs> um, talking about exactly what he was planning on doing. And she was the one who called um, Phoenix um, City Police, where the and provided him with them with the photo. Um, he calls him the, the the this particular gentleman. He essentially calls himself or models himself after the Punisher because he's targeting bad police officers. Um, Considers himself a real-life version of the Punisher. And he also told, he said that he also mentioned to police that he was well aware that real weapons were banned, but the the rules didn't apply to him because he previously claimed he was the Punisher. And they also said that this the gentleman offered numerous fantastical stories to detectives, including what he wanted to call Aphrodite uh, officers, which is his term for bad police officers. And if they he was planning on kill them if they tried to hurt or to stop him in any way. What do you, um, wait, 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 what did you, what did you say? Aphrodite officers? Yes, yes Aphrodite offered Aphrodite officers, which was his Aphrodite. term. Yes, Aphrodite. Like as in the Greek god Aphrodite. Yes. Weird. Okay. I know. Yeah. I we don't understand why he called them that. I'm assuming that like that has something to do with why he considers them bad police officers, but nobody has bothered to figure that out because it doesn't really fucking matter. Um, it's, it's, psychologically, it's good. Well, psychologically, I'm sure. Psychologically, along the way, we'll figure it out. But eventually, at this point, it doesn't matter. Well, exactly. and, and that's part of the reason on why this is all going on, and part of the reason why I really do hope that this guy gets help because uh, he's now had two psych evaluations that have been done uh, as part of a court order going and leading up to uh, any trial work that's being done. Mm-hmm. Both the guys that have looked him over have come to the conclusion that he is not well in the head and he needs serious help. I mean, it's one thing to go and say that you model yourself after the Punisher. They actually think that this guy believes that he is the inspiration for this comic character. Oh, okay. Like he is so driven by this, according to uh, the court documents that have been released. And of course, due to all this incident, there has been a spike in um, added security through all general Comic-Cons that are currently going on as well as phoenix comic-con in in itself where they decided to ban all prop weapons uh, which being all cosplay weapons and stuff like that into the actual event space they weren't banning them for photo photographies and outside around but they asked that everybody left their prop weapons in their hotel rooms their cars or at home depending on where they were coming from that particular day for the rest of the con, as well as increasing the inspection times for getting into con. Yeah, they were doing bag checks. And yeah, they were doing bag checks, checks which different. increased lines and made it yeah. very much diff- more difficult to get in. And I'm sure that there was more people around checking every single door within that building. And a lot of people are kind of talking about, is like, is that, was this a good idea? It was like, oh, there's just one guy. I was like, of course, people can tell the difference between 
between a prop weapon and thing. This guy snuck past a peace bonding station. Yeah, he, no. Yeah, because like the two, he snuck first. He snuck past. He got was able to get into the building by opening a door, like without without issue, and was able to sneak past security, event staff, and a peace bonding area. Where it's specifically they're looking to, to, to for, make sure your props are, are actually labeled. fake. Yeah, exactly. What I can only think of is that I'm. This is almost as close to like what a bomb threat is. Yeah. So yeah. the whole fact that they kept Active the con shooter. going, yeah. I think that's like a really, really yeah. big thing. And the fact that yeah. it was the the Phoenix Police Department that requested the ban on weapon prop weapons. Yes, and the convention, the convention complied itself. with that. Yeah. I entirely agree with the fact yes. that the news went out originally of all props being banned yeah. and that yeah. being media hype. That was the wrong. Like, because I'm currently looking at Phoenix Comic Con's official press release about the their urgent update about what's allowed and what's not. Allow extra time. These are the only three entrances that were having opened after the the incident. And initially, the rumor was that all props were banned, and we, mm-hmm. and then it was like no, only prop weapons, which they clarified. And yes, good for them. I entirely agree with that because it was the police department that requested, requested that ban. Yes. yes, it wasn't the actual convention itself. It was the it was the police department. Yeah. Which I personally think this is that was a very good plan. Yes. Um, the 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 public rumor mill of it being all props that And I'm assuming this is also the state a lot of, of the world that we live in. Right yeah. Now. And I'm assuming that a lot of people did this that a bunch of these rumors started before even a lot of the information about the oh, about yeah. the oh, intruder yeah. came because out. Of, oh, yeah. The the speed of the internet is so fast these days. Yeah, they probably didn't even realize what this guy was doing. Travels much faster. Yeah, than they didn't even. Yeah, real. they didn't even realize what his main target was until they got him into interrogation. Yeah. No, was, I didn't. I never even knew. I've heard that, that right now. Gunman yeah. at Phoenix Comic Con. That yeah, then we heard that I, his target yeah, was. I found out about this myself because I follow JDF everywhere. Um. So and he was and like he a also, psycho killer. Woo. With, <laughs> no, but I don't have any intention of killing the guy. I just have him yeah. intending to him to sign my no, arm. No, so he's going to kidnap him and eat his toenails. <laughs> no, the guy's going to kick my ass if I ever tried that. Um, but no, he. The main reason I found out about it because he was also because he was the target. He took the, st- the stand of yeah. making the announcements. Like if you actually online, there was actually if you look at the now yeah. news, news now, now five, five in uh, communica- Phoenix. Um, in Phoenix. He was the one who released the press release for the convention, hmm. as well hmm. as through, as well while thanking the uh, the gentleman who came in and apprehended the uh, the suspect. Yeah. Now I can only think is uh, in the moment uh, if you were at a con and you were yeah. told like, "Hey, you're you can't have weapons anymore," you'd be probably really pissed. Oh yeah, and I feel like if, be a if lot I was of... told you can't have weapons anymore without giving a reason, we had a suspect sneak on board sneak into the premises with real weapons then yes i would be rather upset but if i was given that reason then entirely i would leave them at home i have been downtown seattle when there's been an active shooter yeah yeah well Um. hold on a second here because let's (laughs) kind of break this down by the levels and then i think we do need to talk about what this is going to mean long term to the cosplay community i also just before we continue it on real quick i also just wanted to mention as well while everything that was in the merch hall um they also asked that all problems themselves were kept in their packaging 
until they left the, uh, the event. Yeah, prop weapons sold in the convention hall were still allowed to be sold, but they had to be kept in concealed packaging until... And and, and asked to take them back to their a, a hotel place, like or their car, hotel or car, as quickly as possible. Oh, that reminds yeah. me of... I heard With Earth Ultra Saber. Ultra Saber, yes, that's yes. the one I saw, yeah. Yeah, and like I've seen both letters released by Ultra Saber yelling at Phoenix Comic Con and Phoenix Comic Con's reaction letter to that. And without being on both point, I'm like, Ultra Saber, as a seller of custom high-end lightsabers, should probably sell their stuff in a box that people could then take home and have and keep it safe in transit, right? Just yeah. a logical thing. I think my, they were arguing of having to wrap them in bags. You should have a box anyway. I, I, Period. It is my statement there. So I, I also agree with Phoenix Comic Con not refunding their, their, their um, booth price because it's a rental. If you choose to leave because of things after you've already paid that, at a certain point, you, you're not going to get a refund. Whether it's a hotel room or what have you, on a rental, if it's past a certain date, you're not going to get a refund on your price. That's just a state of being a merchant. So them demanding a refund because of, oh, we had a shooter, so we're not going to let you just hand out weapons that people will carry around. Okay. So, Rob, you're going to say something? Yeah, on the side of the Ultra Savers versus uh, Phoenix Comic Con situation, I'm going to stay out of that one just because the circumstance is so different here. I can understand the frustration. I think the Ultra Savers is being very childish in the way that they're approaching it. If they legit asked to leave as soon as they heard, oh, we're not going to let you wrap, and they weren't allowed to, then I'm on their side of that. But if they were the childish side that Phoenix Comic Con says and demanding a full refund, I disagree with a full refund of their booth price. I would disagree with a full refund on there, uh, just out of principle, considering the circumstances. But I will say I could see very easily on how you could have a situation between the convention organizers on the floor and the guys that are in the booth and what's going on there. Considering the fact that most of the customers, this is a little bit different than going and buying um, one of Kirito swords from Sword Art Online, for example, where... Somebody could mis- or misinterpret that as a real weapon, or sometimes they're actually metal. So that kind of stuff, I could understand well, a circumstance like that. Well, I mean, like Ultra Sabers are I, built it, hard enough to out. actually do damage. Yeah, yes, but hear me out here. Hear me out. Because, yes, Ultra Sabers are designed in a way that if they, uh, well, depending on the model on there, because like John, our good friend, He's like their best customer because that's the only place that he buys that shit from. And their quality is unsurpassed. Um, But yeah, if you go and get their combat ready blades, if you go and get one of their aircraft aluminum handles on there, those things can go and do more damage than just about any prop weapon you'll go and find there. Yes, that's true. I could also say that with just some of the utility stuff around the convention space, because just some of the poles they go and use to go and erect uh, screens and scaffolding and all that stuff that's more dangerous anyway. So yeah, Ultra Sabers can do a lot of damage. All it takes is just one metal pipe and you can go and do as much damage as anything else. And honestly, you could do more damage with a large wood or metal object than you could with a gun. Because eventually you got to reload so, the gun. A knife or something yeah. like that, you can just that's keep... Why, that's why they did end up banning um, staves and bats and what have you. So, exactly. And I'm... I, 
And I'm totally okay with that. I, I, I think ultimately, and this is really what I wanted to roll into here, uh, when it comes to the convention itself, though, I do understand people's frustrations and I cannot imagine what it would be like being a cosplayer that's put all their time into making a great costume and a prop that brings it all together and then getting there and having the situation of, oh, I can't bring this in? My hotel's nowhere near here. I have to go and take a bus back to my hotel to go and get over here, go and drop my or drop my prop off and then come back and then have to wait in a line. I can't imagine well, how frustrating if, that if would that be. Happened, but if, if they were banning stuff like, like that, at least Sakurakon has a hold for weapons that are not allowed that you can then pick up later. Yes. So I, I understand that, but this is such a radically different situation. And yeah, it, this, so this is like, Oh, we had a shooter on premises, so we're not allowing weapons. Please check your weapon in here. Yes, we don't well, know if that know. actually happened. We, I haven't talked to anyone who was actually at Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah. Um, I, having, I having have a, not been able... Mm-hmm. Having a check weapon, like, they've got to have something, because they've got... How long has uh, Phoenix Comic Con been going on? Well, at least it's a been going on now? with a lot of drama for the last several years. Yeah. Oh, a lot <laughs> yeah, of drama for the last several years. Yeah. Uh, it's... This one's got a bit of a reputation. There's no doubt about this. Because yeah. I, I remember last year with vendor drama as well. So No, it's it's kind of the redheaded stepchild of... Oh, uh, the volunteer uh, situation. That's what oh, it is. God, yeah. No, they, they've had a lot of issues, <laughs> and they've had staff and organizing problems. And then there was... I want to say, like, four years ago, there was something going on with the uh, city's union for the employees that actually staff the convention center can't remember exactly what the situation was but i think there was something like that as well it's had some issues <laughs> mm-hmm. but i gotta say in this situation here though i'm sure there are things that could have been done better even just the handling of things like ultra sabers like because i haven't found anything and i'm still waiting for somebody to go and respond because i've i've sent requests over for any sort of a confirmation statement from uh the convention you know outside of the current press release which is one of the smallest that i've ever seen mm-hmm. uh for this kind of a situation they haven't exactly yeah. been forthcoming with a lot of the details for how they handled things so i do wonder if there are some legitimate gripes that maybe we're not aware of that people on the floor had experience there and i will say they were not great about communicating at least i would say early enough about the prop ban how people should go and handle all that because the difference well, between when with <laughs> as someone who works for a convention when something like that happens the speed of information transfer at convention is really really slow despite the speed of internet Exactly. Um, no, and I, I don't fault them for that. It's just a situation of it seems like a lot of the finalized details were worked out on Friday morning, despite everything happening the day beforehand on Thursday. So they were still working out procedure on Friday as to how they were handling. At yeah. the, the, the speed of convention. I understand that. It and could I'm not, have been still happening until Saturday, the I, discussion I, of procedure. So... That's just it. And I'm not arguing that at all. I actually have to say, looking at what, what's what been done and the information that we do have on the scene, or yeah, I should say mm-hmm. from what happened on the scene, I am 100% with Phoenix Comic Con. I think that they handled this actually very well. Because uh, here's the other thing as well, and this is just my law enforcement background uh, going coming into play here. 
mm-hmm. when it comes to what they did and what the police themselves were requesting with the prop ban, that right there was the smartest thing that they could have done. And this is going to sound really counterintuitive here, but when you have situations like this, very rarely uh, is this a single event that goes and happens, even though this was one guy that looks seriously like he has some serious mental issues and needs help. I, I really cannot stress enough the compassion that I feel for this guy because I do believe that he has other issues that this is not somebody that's evil. I don't believe we might find out that he is later, but for right now I'm trying to be as compassionate as possible. Giving him the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. The problem that we run into though, with situations like this. And honestly, this is the real problem uh, that we go and see with things like school shootings, mall shootings, all these horrible things. It's not a problem of the weapons or access to anything like that. It's what they call the copycat, or it's what they call the uh, copycat Copycat syndrome. syndrome. Yeah, Yeah. people go and see something like this going on, and they see on how close somebody came. And there's some people that just try to go. Exactly. I can do better than that. Exactly. So they were smart to go and do this. I will, despite on how frustrating I'm sure this was for everybody, I will defend the convention and the local police on this because that was entirely the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. They're more than likely, statistically speaking, there would be a copycat and it wouldn't be something where they were trying to take out JDF. I mean, that's information we're only just finding out now, but I could very easily see two or three people getting shot. An active shooter situation exactly and that's they handled this very well considering the circumstances Mm -hmm. and i understand the crowd frustrations but it's i think what needed to be done i have read some horror stories that do seem to have some back heard some backing behind it because the police are actually looking into some of these where there may have been some uh confiscation of property uh from people's bags that wasn't returned and stuff like that but that's going to happen in these kind of situations i doubt it was malicious probably just stuff got lost and probably ended up either in a lost and found or you know just got dropped and somebody picked it up but that was an opportunist but i gotta say i as much as i hate how this was for a lot of people and on how frustrating it was I cannot go and find a way of faulting. I, I really would love yeah. to go and say the convention did something wrong here, but I haven't found like anything I, obvious. Like I, like, like I said, is uh, they could have just easily uh, shut down the con. Like, yeah, you get something like honest, that in there. It's a miracle yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So and so I mean that said, we we all support what Phoenix Comic Con did. The fact of the rumors that every other convention that was going on had the same rules, I will say probably didn't happen because I had friends at pretty much every other convention that was going on that weekend. Fanime, um, Anime North up in Canada, and what have you, and none of them reported. I, I will say those rumors of the every convention happening this weekend that weekend had the the, the same prop weapons ban probably not so <laughs> yeah now, I, um, there I might have been to... some that had heightened security and heightened awareness which i totally agree with yeah. um which is generally what happens after a an attack like that we're all more aware of what happened so you, are you trying to say that the uh, the fact that this has happened and everyone's just kind of on guard and so it's yes. uh... uh i mean heightened awareness of what's going on around you Excellent. It's the rumor mill that happens around uh, stuff like this. Yeah. And the being hypercritical of news. You should be hypercritical of news that happens. 
I do um, like I do and, like what some people did though is like the uh, yeah the the the, the adaptation cutouts. to the rules yes uh, the adaptation of the to the rules at what happened at the of the Overwatch characters carrying cardboard signs yeah. saying has anybody I'll, gotten the name of those two because like I um, want to reach out to them. Let's see, the, the article I shared probably would have them. I would just do like a 404 image not found. Yeah. That's the first Let's thing that came see. to mind. They're, 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 they're a, a husband and wife couple. Oh, no, I yeah. can't have my props. Well, I'm going to yeah. make a cardboard cutout that says my prop on there and then say due to prop band. And then yeah, it, it then and, takes and, and memorable makes, pictures. It makes, make, adapt and make fun. And that's what cosplay is. Yeah, yeah. improvising. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll be the thumbnail this week. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'll uh, see if I can find them and go and link to any of their project pages or anything like that in the description. Yeah. Because that, in some respects, I think the images of those two, I think, saved that convention in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. Because that's become the face of it. It's like, you know, they're still having fun regardless. What yeah. I heard about the situation before those pictures started circulating around the internet versus what I've seen afterwards seems to be completely different. It was all just hate and vile and rumors more than anything else. And then I saw that and I'm still seeing a lot of rumors and stuff posted along with it, but I'm seeing people's mm-hmm. attitudes toward it having changed. Yeah, like now, for me, yeah. if I was there with my Anna and was told I couldn't get in with my my bionic rifle, yeah, I would go put it down and then I would put on my teacup holster and walk around with that without the rifle, like I did at Emerald City Comic Con because I didn't have the rifle yet. Um, yeah. I got I got. And a people question. would still recognize me. So what's the whole? Who really cares? If you can't be recognized without your weapon, you're not cosplaying that well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tyler, you have a question. Did did you have a fear of like this being when you first heard that this is like a uh, Comic Con's now ban- banning weapon uh, prop weapons and such? Did you hear that was like a catch on thing, and then all of a sudden no one could have that? Well, because wasn't no. there? This is also the whole talk with the last the, the, the no convention. people being allowed on on airplanes without shoes or with shoes. Thing. No, no, no. This oh, is uh, yeah. the other. No, no, no. I mean, taking it to the nine eleven happened, so we're not allowed to wear shoes on the airplane through security at the airport. Yeah. Yeah. No, because, I, I think... <laughs> um, there's that, there's that other convention yeah. that was like talked about where it was, uh, I guess that was also a rumor mill too. Cause that was mm-hmm. the, that comic book one, the, that was banning cosplay. Elite oh, Elite oh yeah. The, the one in Japan, the, it was a trade show more than a. Yeah. And then that got anyways. all, everyone got hot and bothered yeah. about that one with the rumor mill. And then, Oh, I have yeah. an update on that, by the way. Oh, oh. <laughs> Do you? I forgot about this because this was a couple of weeks ago. So I oh months ago, but yes, I, yes, yes, yes. I, so I reached out to them <laughs> to go yeah. and uh, try to get some comment on how the convention itself felt. Like you always went. seem to manage to do. Well, I, I just send an email and they send it back. It's really not that hard. I think people never <laughs> think about ever doing that. They think I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that. They're not going to talk to me. But yeah, like, exactly. You know, shoot it's a like, message and then oh, get something back. Yeah, no. If you go and send somebody an the email, old college try. Yeah, if I were to go and send uh, an email to the guy who was in charge of development of Kappa Mikey and asked for a copy of the lost pilot that nobody seems to go and have any idea if it still exists. I'm not going to get an answer back because you know what? There's plenty of people going for that. 
if you send somebody that's running a convention or if you send their press team, because they have press teams for a reason, an email just saying, hey, I do a podcast. Uh, we're going and looking for some comment here. Uh, we're trying to go and present all sides as to what's going on. And we'd like to go and hear how you felt the event went, despite the controversies that seem to be following this. And yeah. sure enough, they didn't get back to me like the week afterwards. It was like two or three weeks after I but they did get back to me and uh, gave me a nice write-up as to what happened on there. The event went on just the way they expected it to. There were about a dozen cosplayers that showed up, were picketing and going and shouting things. And then after a couple of hours, most of them trailed off. And then there were like three of them and they started going and calling patrons' names. They went and called the police. They came over just to go and have a little word with them. And then the rest of them went and dispersed as soon as the police showed up. So yeah, that was basically all that happened there. That large cosplayer protest that was supposed to go and happen never actually turned into anything. Yeah. So, yay! Cosplayers still get to go and have a Because it was a identity. trade show, not a convention. Get your heads on straight, people. Exactly. Yes, I get it. The name was bad, but... Honestly, who's going to go and fault him for that? Um, I definitely called that reaction, though. Yeah, oh, definitely. But uh, to go back to your question there, Tyler, as to whether or not there were any fears that, you know, props or even cosplay possibly could be banned from Comic-Con entirely, I'm not concerned about that in the short term. But I will say uh, it does seem pretty clear just because of... uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was... uh, I can't remember if it was the New York Times or the New York Post. I was reading an article about it. So why, I'm currently why, yeah, texting why, with the vice chair of SakuraCon about mm-hmm. the situation. His quote, it was a nightmare situation and I'm worried we may have to restrict props at the venue's request. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, as SakuraCon, our, our parent convention, I say parent, we're, we're not officially affiliated with yeah, um, no, our, our home convention. Our home convention, that would be a better word. And because SakuraCon is a non-profit, and so we're paying the bare minimum to the venue, if the venue or Seattle Police Department were to request a ban on prop weapons, the convention would have to agree. Um, yes. For at least for SakuraCon, it's nine months or ten months from now. Chances are things will settle and things will happen. Um, Yeah, I'm not really as concerned about it. I I think a stricter um, protocol for weapons would probably be enforced. It's true. You have to, like, get into the convention to the weapon place. Which I've always thought was a little bit backwards, quite honestly. Yeah. Yeah, the ones we have here, we like literally you walk in the door and then there's uh, uh, peace uh, peace bonding right there before you actually get anywhere. Like you yeah, pay your ticket, walk the in the door. door. Yeah. Yeah, it's right and after the door. Least, like SakuraCon, their peace bondings all are in within ticketed space. And thus, you have to have your ticket first. And so if you don't have a ticket, it's it's weird. Yeah, um, no, it's it's a weird thing, and I've never really understood, because that's the only convention that I can uh, really think well, of that's like that. Uh, ECC is similar, where I, they're, they're, but it's where the 
at Washington Convention Center, it's feasible to have those stations. Yeah, well, and part of the problem with uh, the Washington State Convention Center is that its formatting, I hate to say, isn't really designed for this kind of convention. Yeah. You know, and that or Comic-Con. There, there was a lot of public space within what people would consider the convention space. Yeah, it's it, the actual convention area that they utilize for those events is actually really small. There's actually bigger venues in the state that have more uh, capitalized convention center space to go and utilize. It's kind of a yeah. weird thing. Like, if yeah. you've never been to this heard, convention, it's weird. Yeah. Can, from what I heard, it wasn't around. really the convention center itself. It said the con floor. Yeah. Which I guess could also which, be would which would be I mean, considered I mean public I, I like what's convention space versus public space can sometimes be a gray area in what happens and that strict separation is sometimes fuzzy. Yeah, that that's one particular issue right there. I'm not really as concerned with a ban at something like say a soccer con unless there ends up being a whole bunch of copycat situations and something does happen. And then the venue goes and requests that this stuff be stopped. Yeah. That's that the only said, real scenario that I see that happening in the concern right now. And this is a valid one and something that I would encourage people uh, to go and write about um, CCI comic-con international, the governing body that actually, you know, runs all these comic events. runs something called comic-con. You have to go through that. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> they right now are evaluating their policies on cosplay as a whole, not just props. There's been a lot of arguments about this over the years because, and we've even talked about this here, Comic-Con is about making money. It's about the vendors. It's about exhibition. That's really what the focus is. And in some respects, cosplay is a distraction from that. Now, places like yeah. San Diego Comic-Con, they us, have made... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah, fact is, the- <laughs> you don't have to cosplay to go to a convention, people. And coming from the cosplay guru of this group, you don't have to cosplay to go to a convention. Why are you the guru? Because I have the cosplay corner. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's got that. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got me beat there. Uh, I, got, I got the yes. prop corner, I guess. That was, a, that was a thing we thought of an idea to do, but never implemented. Speaking of which, you did it once. Rob's, <laughs> you did it. Rob's Prop Pavilion. Welcome, everybody. So, Rob, what you working on? I'm working on lots of stuff. I got Summer's gun. I got a pit boy that I just sold. I got a... Yeah, coming back off of that little uh, joke there. We'll do that eventually. But <laughs> for right now, going back to this, Comic-Con has been for several years now having a bit of a hard time trying to go and judge where the balance is between cosplay and the business that started off as. You know, in some respects, EliteCon is the closest thing to what Comic-Con really was in the first place. That's exists at least here in North America. I know there's some places that are even more strict than that when it comes to this stuff and trade show and exhibition, but Comic-Con's been wondering what's the best course of action here. And you have to imagine that there are going to be some people inside of the organization that are going to look at this and go and say, this is a reason to not do this at all. So I would encourage people to go and write some well-worded and polite emails to comic-con international (laughs) the wizard or the guys that run the wizard world scenes to basically any convention that you go to that is of a for-profit basis uh particularly the non-anime ones although even some of those are for-profit these days which there's nothing wrong with but anything like that i'd really encourage you to go and write emails and just 
make the point. Hey, we know that the situation in Phoenix was concerning. We know that it wasn't good. We hope that you won't go and make this into a regular policy of yours and that you'll allow people to still go and bring in their props and cosplay. It is a valued part of the convention scene. It's part of the reason why I go and do it. And we just want this to remain fun for everybody. And we hope that you'll go and take this earnestly and consider it with whatever decisions you're making about future uh, plans and events. You know, don't don't go into this from the position of, if you ban cosplay, I'm going to go and make a big deal about this. And I'm going to go and go after you on social media. Because I've already seen some people making calls for that. Oh, guys, that's that's how you end up with bans. Okay? Yeah. 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 You, you that's how, that's how you end up with the special snowflake title. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be special snowflakes. No, we want to be adults. We really do. But part of that means we need to be able to dress up and go and get big props. And who cares if I dress like Sailor Moon right now? I mean, what? I have the money to responsibly do this. Who cares? I just like making things. I like making things, and then it turned out cosplay, you make a bunch of different things, and so it's a bunch of different talents, and I was like, I used to just paint stuff and then make stuff, and I was like, man, I wish I could have a one hobby that fills all these various hobbies at once. And then I found it, it was cosplay. Found it. Yeah. Yeah, which but is absolutely I like, awesome. I like making things, and people try to tell me to get a job doing that. And I was like, I want it to be my hobby. I, I have a job making things, mm-hmm. but it's not the things I want to make. It's other things. Yeah. Now, if you want to make things, you have to do it on your own time. So yeah, that's uh, that's conventions. That's cosplay uh, <laughs> bands and how a con can deal with that. So yeah, yeah no, like like I said, it's uh, when when you're at a convention and all of a sudden you're seeing your props or a band and everything, oh, you'd probably be upset. But like, I guess hindsight is always twenty twenty. And you look back at it now and you go, oh, no, that you, once yeah. you hear that there's like, like a, I mean, a shooter with a bunch of guns and wanting to yeah. do bad things. given a and... reasonable reason why. I think that part of the problem and part of the reason why things went so crazy on the internet, because I do know two people that were down at the convention and they didn't know what had happened until later on in the day on Saturday. Like there was... Two days later. Yeah. That's just it. There was a communication breakdown because they got to the doors on Friday morning and prop ban. Thankfully, only one of them had a prop on them and their hotel was as close as you could possibly be. So they just dropped the stuff off. But the next day where they were going to be busting out some big stuff, that would have been a huge issue for them. Because as mm-hmm. somebody who's done uh, big props and big costumes before... Um, when you're going and carrying around something as big as you, it doesn't matter how light it is. You're going to be moving at between half to a third of your normal speed at best. Mm-hmm. And the distance between your hotel and the convention center might be a brisk walk when you're just in regular civilian clothes, but it can feel like a mile. For some strange reason, my head is, for some reason, my normal, my head is popping back to when we had a chariot. Yes. yes. <laughs> and what would have happened? And what would have happened if we'd been told to turn around and go well, away? Yeah. Well, that would it would have ended the same would have been allowed in. Yeah, it would have ended up in the trash gone, can. But yeah. Um, no. yeah, no, instantly thrown out. That was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I'm used to like like I grew up in marching band and I was in the drum line, so I always just mm-hmm. had things to lug around, and I've gotten yeah. very good at knowing how to get. A big, a big amount of heavy things from one place <laughs> to another place. Yeah. yeah. 
I have carried Ooh. a ten-foot flag, a oh, mile yeah. and a half, plus other flags in my arms. Each of us had a ten-foot flag. Yeah. I got. I walked a ten-foot John around the convention center once. <laughs> I was I there with you. I yeah. walked. A, I also walked a ten-foot John around the building. Uh, I don't know. He wasn't. I don't know how John would feel about that. He wasn't exactly moving too quickly. No, so, he wasn't. Yeah. When you're well, part of that was big. the failure with our design because we didn't consider the fact that he would literally hoverboard when he stepped on a solid concrete surface. That was still really oh. funny. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah, but he stopped. Oh, he was oh. sliding. <laughs> he was walking on buckets, and the buckets would yeah. stop, and then they'd be full of air, and they'd just be like... <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Put air releases in your buckets if you make buckets still. Just saying. Yes, yeah, we so learned that. Country. This is our first Helpful. time doing something like that. Pro tip to the listeners. If you make bucket stilts, put air releases in them. Yeah. yeah. So just drill, drill a couple a hole of holes. in the side of the bucket. That's literally what an air release is. Yeah. It's just a bunch yeah. of holes. I mean, who would have thought with the way that we had bolted in to those buckets? I mean, it was Still not airtight. an airtight design, but just weight made the plastic between the two yeah. joining sections collapse in on each other to the point it's an airtight seal. It was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. Ugh. Maybe that should give you some ideas. Maybe you could uh, design something that would do that. I, 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 uh, I've had bad ideas. Hole. It doesn't have to be a big hole. It can be a small hole. Yeah. And we're 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 trailing off here. Yeah. Any, Anyways. Any, any last comments on this? Because honestly, this is what we wanted to talk about today. We don't really have anything else planned. We're waiting for next week when we're going to go and bring back Tyler's Anime Book Club and start working on some other new ideas. So any final thoughts, guys, on this particular situation or any pleas to the listeners or to any of the organizers of any conventions? I think that Phoenix Comic Con handled it the best they possibly could because it's the nightmare situation of conventions, right? That said, attendees... And convention runners, think critically. Don't d- don't hear a tiny little bit of information and take it as gospel. Research, rely, like, rely on multiple sources, but at the same time, when it is the possibility of a, a terror attack as this is, be safe, um, be aware, and at most point, think and be kind. Because no, no one wants this to happen, but at the same time, this is the world we live in, that things like this could happen. Well said, McKenna. Well said. Anybody else got anything to say, or I, go and bring this I thing have, to a head? I have an idea. Is like, are people more often now jumping to the conclusion that, that uh, when something happens at a con, it's like target, no or targeted towards stopping people from cosplaying and such? Because I, I feel like like it's almost that becoming a thing where it's just like, oh, no, uh, that uh, the headline news and the rumor are, are people are afraid of like not being able to cosplay. And so when they automatically see any kind of detail saying that, oh, cosplaying is getting prevented somewhere, that they're immediately jumping on it and, and it's turning into what it is turning into. So are, are people afraid of cosplaying being I, I, completely I banned? I didn't think that at all in I, this whole situation. Uh, You and I don't think that way, but honestly, it seems like every couple of months, something finds its way online, and normally it's from just a random website nobody's ever heard of, where they go and say, oh, cosplay is now banned in five states. And it's all about the clickbaity headlines and people sharing stuff on social media. I hate to, I hate to quote something. Which leads back to my, be critical of the media, people. 
I have I hate to to quote something that is becoming annoying in the in the media currently, especially down in where you guys are. Um, but it's it's the definition of fake news. Oh yes. And be how critical of the media and be critical of it and how big how much internet the internet is full of fake news and fake and how fake uh facebook news can be yeah you guys didn't grow up with uh the uh the house hippo so yeah the (laughs) the canadian house hippo yes well that's but that's not american house hippo well that's not fake news though (laughs) <laughs> no, that's, that's that was the whole point of that PSA is is literally saying yeah. don't trust what you see. Be very critical of what yeah. you're thinking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did still, you guys? Well, are, I, that was a very Canadian thing. Can't yeah. see even, even though I knew it was fake, I still wanted a house Right, Rob? Oh God! Kids these days. <laughs> Kids these days. We need to show these two the, the video at one point. I gotta look for the video. Oh God! No, no, I think I've seen the video. I I, I, I actually have seen that, and I mean, I I go it's back cute. to cute. Oh, it's it, it yeah. actually is really cute. No, but I mean, in the context of this, I mean, honestly, this goes back to what I'm always telling people, whether it's a discussion just in my regular life over economics or politics or anything else, a discussion where it's a one-on-one. If somebody goes and hears me say something that they don't believe, my answer to them is always, don't believe what I said. Do your own research. Exactly. Look it up. Go and see what you can go and find. Prove me wrong. And if I'm not, take it to heart. It's okay to be wrong. But we Damn need straight. to all be aware of what we're doing. One of the greatest quotes ever. Question with boldness, even the very existence of God. It's a mm-hmm. brilliant concept right there. I mean, his point with that was, if God should exist, then surely he go and question, or he should uh, surely... Uh, Accept the questioning of his... Well, that, that's just it. He, he should surely go and surely favor honest questioning over blindfolded fear. Mm-hmm. That was his point with that. But it applies to everything else in our life. Question with boldness, anything you hear. And honestly, I hate to be this That guy. should be the title of this podcast. Yes, yes. Question with boldness. I like that because that really is what it comes down to because the stuff that I was reading on Friday and Saturday and Sunday versus what I'm reading now on Thursday (laughs) about this particular event, a lot of information unfolded. We had to wait for a court deposition really to come down before we Mm -hmm. got a lot of the information that went Thomas Jefferson. Question oh my God! See, even see. the existence of a God, because if there be one, he must more approve of the homage of reason than that of bo- bo- blindfolded fear. Thank you, thank you. Yes, He's I knew I was misquoting part of Hamilton. <laughs> yes, because Hamilton is all black except for George the Fifth, George the whatever at the time. All I know is I can't afford it and I can't go and get theater time. If you can't go and find primary sources, if you just go and read a clickbaity headline, honestly, if you see a clickbaity headline, it's already fake news as far as I'm concerned. Whether or not there's a kernel of truth in there, if it's a clickbaity headline. BuzzFeed is not news, people. Thank you. BuzzFeed is entertainment. Technically, uh, headline news is a clickbait. Like, it's just like a headline is the original clickbait. Yeah. Properly formed headlines to catch your attention is just as much entertainment as actual pertainment of news or yes. purveyor of news. Yeah. No, that's 
that's a that's a whole nother subject altogether. But when it yeah. comes to cosplay in particular, I'm kind of done with the community going and getting into a tissy without actually doing any research. I mean, that's the world God, right now, man. But I I know, but like that, our first season was us debunking myths, basically. Yeah. Like literally, I, I've been listening back to some of our old episodes, and though they are cringeworthy, and I assure you, they truly they're are still cringeworthy. That is, trust me, we're better now than what we used to be. It's not much of a statement, but it's a statement. I miss the good old days when I was in my blanket fort recording this. <laughs> oh, yeah, you Why are you not still in your blanket fort recording this? You'd have better sound oh, dampening. Oh, although, I, I think <laughs> I would, I would. I've been on for more than a year now, guys. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, dear I don't God, when we're I getting was old. On last. Yeah. But we're getting weird. old. Cole, wrap this thing up. We're, we're getting old. Give, give me <laughs> no, the upcoming Rob, conventions. Rob, you're driving. It's your show. I know, yeah, but I'm he's good. still got to do his upcoming conventions. Oh, well, of course. That's happening. All right, I guess we're doing the upcoming conventions <laughs> for this weekend. If you are, of course, attending any of these, make sure to have fun, stay safe, and as always, follow the 11? Rules 11 of rules con. Of con. The rules, rules of con. Rules of con. Rules of con. Yes. Yes, exactly. Anyway, start off. We'll start with Acon in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, Corcon. In Fargo, New, uh, North Dakota. North Dakota, yeah, that's what I figured. It's a whole <clears> show me. and movie about it. It's okay. Yeah, anime twenty seventeen, The Hague, Netherlands, The Hague. Okay. Yes. Yes, um, The Hague. That's the official name of. I know. I just I've never I forgot that there's actually places out there that have the in their name. Yes, yes, it's where the international court is held. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anime festival Orlando in Orlando, Florida. Anime Next in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Oh my God, Con in Oldsmore, Kentucky. It's an oh my God. I want to go to that OMG. Con just for that name. <laughs> what? Is it OMG or Oh my God? It's OMG. There you How go. many JoJo's are going to be? OMG Explanation Mark Con. Uh, Gamga Con in Greensboro, New, uh, North Carolina. Ronin Expo in, Los L- in LA. Mm-hmm. Um. SLFL Space Con in Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, Fiera Mundo Anime Santo, Santo Domenico in Santo, Santo Domenica, Dominican Republic. Liverpool Anime and Gaming Con in Liverpool, UK. No, really? And We My K in Florsheim and Mine. And of course, then we have the Art Pop Comic Expo in Springsdale, Arizona. And of course, if you are going to any of these cons, make sure you stay safe, have fun, and follow the rules of And times like these, we need to be the best stewards possible in the community. We need to make sure that we don't end up creating any more issues. So please, those rules of con, they're as important now as they ever have been. Exactly. Follow them. Now then, on to something a little bit lighter. Speak with your, your NPR radio voice. And thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we are Power Rangers uh, uh, We are on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, we are on Facebook. Uh, I do. We are on Twitter. Uh, all those places. Uh, we'll be under uh, Soccer Rangers on all those places. Uh, I look after the Facebook. Uh, Rob looks after the SoundCloud. And we'll be up on iTunes. Yeah, so uh, thanks for uh, being here, and uh, you have yourselves a good one. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I can't <laughs>
Bye. We're updating every Monday from now until whatever. 